three, two, one, let's go! Well, how are you doing? Welcome back to Mission Forge. It's good to have you here. I'm Bobby Jankovic. I'm the broker of Remax Capital, and Mission Forge is where iron sharpens iron. Well, one of the most common questions we get in real estate is, how's the market? Doesn't matter where you are, if somebody identifies you as a real estate professional, you are likely to get the question at the cocktail party, at the dentist office, in the grocery store line, in the parking lot. Hey, how's the market? And that's a really dynamic question. But man, is it a dynamic question ever now as things are really changing around us. And I don't have to tell you that things are different. I don't even know where to start to begin to say words like coronavirus, COVID-19, stock market crash, bull market. Wow. I mean, it's just like the news is changing. Let me just put it this way. The 24-hour news cycle is meant for these times, okay? I don't know how they would have handled it back in the day when there was just like one news show and one newspaper and no internet, right? There is so much news coming out. And I don't want to discourage you at all. Um, there is a lot of negative stuff there, but there's positive stuff. And nonetheless, whatever the news is, we do have to adapt to it. So I thought I would answer the question, how's the market? And I'm just going to give you the types of information that I'm seeing as a real estate broker over the last week, 10 days. And boy, has life really changed. And just to give you an example, we are, and I hear this in many different industries, we are rapidly developing a system where we can fully function as an office without an office. So that's kind of crazy. Just working from home. Um, is it going to be as efficient? Is it going to be more efficient? Is it going to be less efficient? All those things remain to be seen. But the, the important thing is it will be functional. And the other important thing to realize is that it's very normal for much of what we have done and will do to have happened remotely, electronically, um, and it's not really new to us. It's really just new that it has to be this way by tomorrow, you know, or you can't go into the office because the governor's not going to allow people to drive around or, or things such as that. And I'm not saying that's what the governor said, but those are the types of, of crunch times and timelines that we're being given. So, um, so how is the market? Well, let's start with interest rates. So kind of leading into all this, um, the interest rates for mortgages dropped pretty low. I mean, I mean you want it, you hear the phrase historical lows, um, and that's a pretty common buzzword when you're talking about, um, mortgage rates, but they did, they dropped really low. You're hearing about some people getting rates in the twos, the high twos. Um, I think 
conventionally they it were hovering around three to three and a quarter, which is by all means historically low. And what happened is a lot of people flooded in to refinance their existing mortgages and also a lot of buyers clearly jumped off the fence or geared up their purchase um, timeline and went ahead and got under contract. So that created a pretty pretty big bottleneck. One of the lenders I spoke to said that she had been in the business 25 years and she had never seen the volume that they were they were going through, that they were handling. So what happened as a result um, is that, and, and I, this is kind of where I, I got to sort of back out and tell you I don't know exactly what I'm saying, but I this is kind of a paraphrase. And lenders like to tell us, hey, guys, you real estate guys, stay in your lane. Don't talk about our business. But um, I'm just kind of giving you a summary. What happened is there was so much activity in the funnel that they were able to almost, I don't want to say artificially, but rates went up, okay, as a result. It's kind of like a supply and demand thing. They didn't really have any more supplies so or ability to give more loans, so the, the rates went up to discourage people from entering the marketplace uh, and obtaining refinances and new loans. Now, rates are still not that high. They're still quote-unquote, historically low. I looked on uh, bankrate.com today, and they were at 4%. You could get 3.5%, but you were going to be bringing points. You know, you were going to be paying points, essentially buying down your interest rate. So anyways, in the meantime, to confuse everything, well, not really, because it's the market, it's the public that didn't understand, the Fed, Federal Reserve did one rate drop, and then did like pretty soon after, like five or six days, they did another emergency like double rate drop and took uh, the Fed rate down to like 0.25 and it had been misreported as zero. It had said near zero. So people were running around and saying rates are at zero percent. And it created a lot of confusion. I think people see the Fed rate and they think it's the mortgage rate and yeah, are they loosely tied together? Again, I'm not going to jump in that lane. Um, I, I do understand the Fed rate it has more to do with um, your, your credit card type loans, your home equity loans and things like that, perhaps um, maybe car loans. Um, but anyways, it doesn't really directly tie to the, um, to the mortgage, 30-year mortgage. Uh, I do feel like probably you will see the higher mortgage rates drop back down as soon as the Python has had a chance to swallow the the, the goat, so to speak, um, because there's a huge mass of, of stuff going through the pipeline right now. Okay, so that's the that's the baseline for interest rates. So Interest rates are still pretty decent. They're a little bit higher than they were. I, in the last week, uh, as all this COVID stuff has unfolded, I have not seen a dramatic change in real estate business, okay? I have seen a change, but I'm, I'm seeing buyer traffic. I'm seeing seller traffic, okay? Uh, property management is still going on. I'm still getting ratified contracts, I'm still getting real estate closings, okay? 
uh, one thing that now all of those represent different parts of the market. So you're looking at your real estate closings. That's sort of a mirror looking backwards. That's telling you, okay, stuff that's happened is finishing out. The contracts coming in, um, they're representing work that was ongoing and people just finished it up and now they're going pending. Um, we are still seeing listings come in, okay? And that's representing, hey, I still wanna sell my house. Let's get this thing on the market. Um, a couple of headwinds there are, can I show my house? Do I want people coming into my house? Do buyers even wanna come in to my house? I saw a funny meme on um, uh, Facebook and it was the picture of the real estate agent say, well, I've, I, my buyer finally found the house he loved after so many months, except it's a house that he doesn't want to go look at, that the seller doesn't want him to look at and that I don't want to show him. So that's kind of where we are. We're, we're struggling with a lot of unknowns right now. Um, but keep in mind, um, there are ways around these things. There are vacant homes. There are virtual showings. We have ability to sell real estate when people are willing to buy it sight unseen. Okay. I'm not saying I recommend that, but it's possible and it happens, believe it or not. And it's probably going to happen more now. So I'm kind of really, if I place most of my curiosity, I kind of place it around those things. Like, will the listings continue to come in? Will buyer's agents still be willing to go show property? Will buyers still be willing to go look at property? And will sellers still allow them to look at those properties? Because that's the, that is the forward, you know, that's the road ahead. And I'm a realist, even though I'm an optimist, I'm a realist. I do think that there's going to be a big kink in the hose. Um, but you know, when you kink the hose, um, the pressure builds on the back end of it. And then when you eventually start to clutch it out or open it up, you know, you can hear the, you can hear the increase of flow. And then if you open it real fast, the water shoots out the other end until it stabilizes. So by this, this representing a essentially kinking of the hose, cause it was not, um, it wasn't manned. It was not done by choice. Uh, to the market, I think there is going to be pent up demand behind it. On the flip side of that, some of that pent up demand is going to erode. Okay, we're we're seeing lenders coming back and re-verifying employment for applicants. Okay, two weeks ago you said Sally Smith was employed, and so we could give her a loan. Well, we'd like you to re-verify that she's employed. And oh, by the way. What is the percentage chance that she will be employed in the next two months? Okay. Have you ever heard of anything like that? So that's, you know, that's the times that we're in. And I even heard today that they will be calling the day of closing to, to confirm that there's employment. So, and in some cases, the answer is going to be no. And that's, that's a little bit what worries me, you know, because there are businesses shutting down. There are restaurants shutting down. There are boutiques closing down. And we can only hope and pray that it's temporary and they get the relief that they need through governmental um, stimulus packages, small business administration loans. Okay. We don't know the answers to all those questions. And that's the hardest part. But the reality is the market is a dynamic place. 
there is always room. There, there's always going to be a need for the sale and purchase of real estate from different groups. Some people are just moving into town because they got a job change and that job is not in jeopardy of, of not continuing. It's just, there are jobs like that and there's more than you think of. Um, there's investors. Investors are always interested in purchasing if the numbers make sense. Okay. Always. All right. And, and there's, there's always natural changes in people's lives that force the, the sale and purchase of real estate. That's just the market that we're in. It's a diverse market. It is not all first-time home buyers. It is not all move-up buyers. It's not all second homes. It is a diverse situation. So I guess my best answer is, yeah, you know, I think that the market has been impacted clearly. Some um, some indication of how much I can give you a little bit of a of a covering of a sample that was done. A survey was done by National Association of Realtors. This is a week old, and I I would love it if they would do it again this week and next week. But a a, a week ago, they reached out to seventy two thousand realtors. 3,000 of whom responded in a usable way. And this was on the 16th and 17th of last week. And hey, the majority of sellers have not decided to take their home off the market. Okay. They're not even going to make a change in their listing. And you're looking at like 80 plus percent. Okay. No change in seller behavior. That's pretty encouraging. So yeah, about 15%. Now, if they take it this week, I think those numbers would be a little bit higher or lower, depending on how you're looking at them. All right, regarding buyers. All right, well, this is a little different. 45% of buyers said there was no, no 45% of realtors said there was no notable change in buyer behavior. Uh, and that was based on the stock market crash. Okay, so that's about half. That means that there was some. Now, the other side of that was a bunch of them said, hey, that lower interest rates made those clients much more excited in purchasing real estate. And they said, hey, the stock market, they had gotten somehow gotten their money out of the stock market. So they were more interested in purchasing real estate. See, there's always two sides to every equation. Okay. All right. Now, buyer interest, 78% had said there was no change in interest due to the current, oh, the last one was the stock market. This is Corona virus. 78% of buyers said there was no change in, I'm sorry, let me start over. 78% of realtor members said there was no change in buyer interest due to the coronavirus. Okay. All right. That was a change. Now, let's see. March 16th, though, that did drop. So it did have an impact. So in March 9th, it was 78% of members said buyers had no interest. Then a week later, it did drop to 45. So yeah, it really hit. And then that even went a little bit higher if there was, um, if there were presumed cases in their area. Um, last, I'll say that of the survey that a majority of members reported there was no change in sellers removing homes from the market due to the coronavirus. However, removing homes from the market has increased 
from 3% to 16% from the March 9th to the March 16th survey. And I would expect that number to go up too because you've got people who are immune compromised or in other target risk groups and they don't want strangers coming into their house. So a big summer, summarization, the market has been dampened. I would probably say today, probably somewhere around 25% to maybe a high of like 33% of dampened activity. I kind of expect it to get a little bit worse. Oh, is it going to go to 50% of activity? I hope not, but it might. Okay, I have no crystal ball. I'm not an expert. But I do think also when the dust begins to settle, when people start to get a little bit more positive, that it will go back up probably pretty quickly. I think interest rates will also go back down and help out. And that's just me. I'm an optimist. I don't have a crystal ball. I hope you find this useful. I hope you stay positive. And I would love to hear your anecdotes. If you'd share, drop me an email at bobbyj at remax.net or jump on my Facebook group, Mission Forge, and share your positive content and anecdotes for how you're navigating this real estate market. I'd love to hear because every market is different. Thanks for joining me, everybody.